1: So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Remmen TV. Yes, it's the match preview show. It's Liverpool versus Fulham. ..in the first leg of the Carabao Cup semi-final. A time recording takes place tomorrow evening. I'm Steve Ho joined just by Dan Club for this one. You yeah, a little bit of a change-up to the match preview show. Some say it's because we forgot to schedule it in... ..and only done it last minute. Others say it's because we've had a very busy day... ..and the the studios need to setting up. You can decide yourselves which of those you think it was and is. Um, the most important thing is, Dan, we're, yeah, were able yeah. to tell about the game. Unfortunately this comes on the back and it's the first chance really we've had to chat about uh, the news that dropped about Trent Alexander-Arnold's injury um, it was revealed moments literally before Liverpool some before Pep Linders' press conference by mm-hmm. Paul Joyce that Trent has suffered an injury Pep then clarified he's a small tear in the ligament uh, and he's out for three weeks so he's another one we can rule out of the team tomorrow um, yeah. on the, the good news Virgil van Dijk's back mm-hmm. and fit and healthy again after his, his illness so it's like the revolving door continues but it does go to show you yeah, because there are the, the naysayers out there and there are some people and, and they are who they are who um, would just forego the, the cups and listen it's a perfectly logical like, uh, understandable explanation for some mm-hmm. people or stands to have Here's what happens when you play your best team in a cup game you know your, your be- one of your best players is now injured Having said that, I think we're all assuming Jürgen is not going to take one blind bit of notice, and he's going to pick a very strong team
0: tomorrow. Yeah, and, and rightfully so as well. Not only is this now a cup semi-final, but also whilst I get that argument, like that could happen in any game at any moment in training, whatever. Like you know what I mean? That that what happened to Trent there is unfortunately just one of those things. This type of like. It's the um, the downside of the job, essentially as a footballer. You're gonna pick up injuries. Now some pick up injuries more regularly than others, and I get there's sort of there's ways to limit the risks and stuff like that. And obviously not playing would be one of them. But there was no way that Jurgen Klopp was gonna take a Liverpool side to the Emirates and just basically roll over and get a belly tickled by him. He was gonna go strong. And obviously it, we were all overjoyed, weren't we, for 48 hours after beating Arsenal in their own backyard? And now everyone's like, well, this is what happens. It doesn't work like that. Football isn't quite as cyclical as that. So yeah, it's a huge blow. Trent's been absolutely pivotal in recent weeks. He's been potentially in the form of his life I'm reticent to say certainly in this new role and this new evolution of him he's been absolutely outstanding and he is so so important to what we do and it's a big big blow but you're right it's one of those things unfortunately and having Virgil back softens that blow a little bit but Liverpool are going to have to find a way what it has done is it hasn't come at the worst possible time because three weeks with this schedule there's potentially three possibly four games whereas a month ago you're looking at six, seven, eight games you know what I mean so it's not the end of the world but it is also not great
1: yeah it's not deal and we'll talk about it now then might as I'll well chat state on it then we'll um how are Liverpool gonna respond to this in terms of team selection. Liam here says Gomez can play the next two games you can have Beck and Bradley taking a game each. Um, Obviously we play Fulham and then there is the winter break until the Bournemouth game now Pep said Pevlin said three weeks for Trent maybe mm-hmm. that takes you right to the border of that Chelsea game mm-hmm. in the league. So he's definitely gonna miss that. Um, There's a school of thought that just says it's Conor Bradley's time to shine really Conor Bradley plays the plays against Fulham he plays against Bournemouth and he probably plays the Fulham second leg mm. and then we'll see where we're at fitness wise come the uh, the Chelsea game as well uh, it's, there's no chance of Robertson or Timocas being back as well because he said they're not even going to train until near the end of the month but yeah is it just is it a case as tomorrow night then it's just Connor Bradley right back because the option or the option is of course own Beck left back but it feels like Bradley's probably ahead in that particular race?
0: I would have thought so, given the fact that obviously Conor Bradley has been around all season, in and around the first team, he's played some Europa League minutes, his cameo off the bench at Arsenal was particularly impressive I thought to be honest so it does feel like Conor Bradley will come in just to be the right back and also during pre-season especially, he was doing the inverted stuff as well so yep. we don't need to change the system too much, he's not going to do it anywhere near as well or as often as Trent you wouldn't imagine but he can do that so it's not a whole change for Liverpool but yeah I think Conor Bradley probably is deserving of this chance and he might have had more had things gone differently, had the draw for the FA Cup been differently, could have featured a home in a different type of game potentially as well but yeah, I think a lot of this hinges really on Joe Gomez he has suddenly become, he was important anyway but his importance has gone up two or three notches over the next few weeks because can he get through being a left back and a right back In all these cup games because you're probably going to need him to fill in at one or the other every single game essentially
1: yeah and it is worth clarifying. I didn't even mention the Norwich or Bristol City game is going to be in the weekend in there as well so there's a lot of games to be played given the fact that Conor Bradley's had the injury though it just feels like and again we'll see how he is and Liverpool will obviously look after him in terms of what he can and can't do but it might be he hasn't had that many minutes of his body can withstand the pressures of it Mm -hmm. and he's shown he can play you know he can play regularly football he did it at Bolton the the level's different but he did it at Bolton where he was playing every game
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, He's as well, and, and he had
1: a good, he had a good loan. So yeah, if, I imagine that's the case. Um, Van Dijk being back fit is a is a bonus because what it will allow, of course, is one of Canarte or Quanta not to play. Mm-hmm. What do you, do you expect Van Dijk to play? And if so, is it probably? I'm guessing Canarte is the one who maybe drops out, given the fact that they have been very careful with him. Quanta hasn't played as much as him as well. Liverpool put Quanta on the graphic that they put out for this, which maybe is half a clue as well, but. If Virgil is ready, and, and by all accounts Pep says he yeah. is, age, do you think he plays? And if so, for who?
0: I would imagine so and I would imagine he does come in for Kanate. Yeah, it feels like Kwanza will play the majority of his cup games again because that's where he's got the bulk of his footy and this is a good sort of learning ground for him he's done it really well so far he continues to impress my one sort of nagging doubt in that is that Jurgen Klopp has been reticent to go really young at the back and now of course he might have to in one of the full back positions at least so can he afford to do if it is Connor Bradley can he afford to do a right side of Bradley and Kwanza potentially not maybe Kanata therefore has to come Come in, it's a difficult, really difficult one. That might change his opinion a little bit, depending on what he has to do. Because you could go potentially like a Gomez Quantar left side like he did at Arsenal, which means you go Canate badly to sort of divvy out the experience a little bit. That's the only thing. But all things being normal, I would be Canate out because you've got to look after him, it's as simple as that. And I'd be in for this one.
1: That's the only other option where if you do consider going Beck, is that like maybe you put Beck next to Van Dyke.
0: Yeah. As, as, as I Gomez, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, and Gomez
1: goes over to the right back, but I, I think I'm I'm broadly I'm in agreement with you. Midfield, the fact that all three of them went off in the other day, mm-hmm. uh, that, that started, if you're probably going same again, so you're probably going McAllister Jones Elliot. There's a Gravenberg shout. Yeah. Um
0: the
1: the Gachpo thing is interesting he was the one who who obviously moved further forward. I was mm-hmm. talking Elliot Jones McAllister.
0: I think Gravenberg's with Jones.
1: Really,
0: I'd be yeah, shocked. I do. I think Liverpool essentially we had a thirteen man senior squad at the end of the other day. The eleven that started the game and then obviously Jota and Gravenburge wasn't. I think Jotter and Gravenburge come into the starting eleven for this one. So I would be Gravenburge with Jones. I think We've just got to look after Curtis Jones as well because he's another one historically who has picked up injuries along the way. He's been over just done him in at times as well. So I think we've got to be really careful with Curtis Jones. So I will be bringing Gravenberg in for this one. I'll be dropping Harvey Elliott back into the midfield, absolutely. And McAllister's a no-brainer to start in the six, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised you said that. I, I thought the fact that Jones and Elliott went off makes them almost bankers. To, to,
0: to, but yeah, Gravenberg hasn't played a lot of footy, has he recently at all? He, he need, probably needs the minutes as well. Reminds, and I get there's an 11-day break after this game, of course, but yeah, I would be Gravenberg in for this one.
1: Okay, fair enough. And then, got to pick a, a forward line then. The, the, the lo- logic that takes that Nunes, Diaz, on either flank, mm-hmm. beside the gap power of Jota. Yeah. Um, is Diaz now, do you think, again, we've only seen 45 minutes and we'll never know what the plans were for Liverpool's right hand side and how fluid you can be. Mm-hmm. Elliot started there, it quickly got changed at half time and Diaz went out there and was a bit more impactful. Mm-hmm. And I think Elliot was better at playing midfield and right wing as well. But how do you see him going on that right-hand side then do you think it's going to be Diaz
0: yes I do based on that 45 minutes which is such a, it's just a simple thing to say of course but yeah I probably do um, I definitely Jota Jota starts tomorrow night I'm absolutely certain of it. I was surprised he didn't start the other day at Arsenal to be dead honest but yeah I think Nunes from the left Jota central and Luis Diaz it's not something we've seen Diaz do loads of I thought he did it well the other night I think the way the balance of the game went suited him because it was that outlet down the right-hand side much like Nunes was from the left we didn't have an outboard in the first half and they provided that for us so I think that worked I think we'll need to see a bit more from him out there to be honest with you I think sort of his close control and what he can do with that triangle because that right hand side for Liverpool is often so effective it's going to look very different for this game obviously with no Trent but yeah I think Diaz needs another big performance because if he's going to nail down a spot out there he's got to play well prior to this I was probably thinking Jota's going to be the guy but I just think you need to get Jota central at the minute to be honest with you he just looks absolutely lethal every time he's on the footy Pitch and the more you get him between the whip for the post the better
1: yeah Liam right here in the chat world Diaz on the right Elliot, right sentiment it's interesting because it's worth bearing in mind Connor Bradley is probably going to be behind this, whoever this is. So if you're Fulham, you're looking at that left hand side, I think, and that's where you're going to your left, which is probably William. You're the magic It's going to be Willian. So that that whoever it is mm-hmm. in front of young Conor Bradley, if it isn't need him, who plays on the left, mm-hmm. they're going to have to go and do. They're going to, have to go and do a job there. They're going to have to get back because that is going to be Fulham's attacking option. Yeah. You think they're going to try and target? And why wouldn't he? Go and have a go. Now Connor Bradley dealt well for fifteen minutes with Gabriel Martinelli. Of course, he did. But nineteen minutes of William is, you know, well, that's he, he only has to beat him once. He? That's the thing, yeah. Fifteen minutes. It's a smaller sample size. William, he could Bradley could have the better of them seven times with mm-hmm. 8 Town Williams through and that's the the Diaz and Elliot are going to really have to if it is them help him out a lot
0: absolutely yeah and I don't really question either of their work rate to be honest with you even Harvey Elliot where there was criticism of his defensive ability last season nobody ever questioned the fact that he was willing to put a shift in and get back and at least try and help he obviously lacks a little bit in terms of his physicality and yeah, stuff like sorry, that don makes
1: a good point here as well as Anthony Robinson left back is a very good attacking option for oh, right? in, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's
0: going to yeah. be the real problem I for Liverpool it so often is because we know how attacking Trent can be defensively you can be suspected at times as well but it's more the fact he wants to get forward so much therefore we get caught out however in this occasion they're going to target that area absolutely which is also another argument another tick in the box for playing Ebu Kanate. because we've seen how well he covered for Trent a little bit at Arsenal when Marceli was beating him he wasn't getting any further because Kanate was coming across and sniffing it out so maybe for Kwancer maybe we just keep Van Dijk out the side and it's concert and Kanate again because ultimately we need to get the best people on the pace to do a job in this game, but we also need to think about the future as well. And it might have to be to and Ibu. Yeah,
1: we'll see how it goes. Um, interesting look from a fallen point of view. Then they have, obviously they rest the players a little bit against Rotherham. They were able to make a few changes now. They've lost obviously. Try order has been out for a while. Um, Tim Reams, a doubt at centre back, Calvin Bassey. Uh, Balotelli and Alex Oxlby are all away on Afcon duty as well, but yeah, they did play a bit of a change team up against the against Rotherham in the cup and still got through. Of course, the I think the rest of the likes of Jimenez, Tom Kenny didn't play, etc., etc. The, the interesting thing about Fulham last time is the what they've done recently, very well done. Is they've had a go basically against you know they had a go against Man City. Um, and you know within that game until they weren't mm-hmm. they had a go against Liverpool and listen 4-3 shows yeah. that they were right in that game they had a little go against Arsenal and won over two legs though do you see their game plan changing and that is is—is it a case of damage limitation at Liverpool or are they coming to, to I don't know it's, it's a difficult one because usually Marco Silva over 90 minutes mm-hmm. what's the point to, you know, what's the point of sitting back we might lose we might as well go and give these a bloody nose and it's been very effective for them yeah what do you see mm-hmm. over two legs, could you see that changing or do you think he just he just sticks to his guns there see. with what should be inferior a more a more well rested squad on Liverpool have got this might be the chance where he goes, These are knackered, they've just played Sunday while we played I think they didn't play um they played Friday. Yeah. So the, the gap. there's a significant gap between games. Mm-hmm. Do you think he goes, you know, these could be knackered, they've got a couple of injuries. Strike while the iron's hot and we'll go and have a real good go at them at Anfield.
0: I think it might have changed in the last few hours, to be honest with you. I think yeah. Trent's absence has probably sort of played into Marco Silva thinking, let's try and get something here from Anfield. Yeah. I think previously they might have been thinking, yeah, let's just stay in the tie, let's not be out of the tie when the second leg comes around, obviously at home. Then I think that us not having Trent will have given them a huge boost, to be honest with you, because we've seen how integral he was in that game. Obviously, two goals later on, he ends up scoring the actual winner, of course. So, yeah, I think Marco Silva will have just, he won't sort of go gung ho and just sort of caution to the win because he's. Still going to know Liverpool have got threats all over the pitch. He's still not going to want to lose the game in the first ninety odd minutes of it, absolutely. But I do think he will now be looking at the likes of William and Anthony Robinson, etc., and saying we might be able to just get something out of this and really keep it in the balance for the for the home leg like for us. So yeah, I um I don't expect them. It's interesting how their season's gone really because we spoke in the match preview prior to the league game. We were saying oh they really struggle for goals, and all of a sudden they went an absolute splurge of scoring fives, and obviously three at Anfield, um, and all of a sudden now. It looks like a slightly different proposition without Trent and stuff. So, yeah, I imagine there won't be, like I say, there won't be cautious to the wind, but there's no doubt about it. If away goals were a thing, they'd be looking to nick one in this game, definitely.
1: Yeah, I suppose well. As an engineer you know they've just got Ralph Jimenez back to a little bit of form. It took him a while to yeah. get himself on the scoring, but he has. He obviously scores against the Arsenal. He's been he's been in decent nick recently. Although before that Arsenal game, you know Fulham were up and down. They, they have been quite inconsistent. They lost at home to to Birmingham. They got back Battered pretty much away at Bournemouth, so they they have been up and down, but they've shown in the big games really. Uh, Newcastle was harsh because they were down to ten very early on.
0: That was him in there, yeah. I
1: yeah, that's what I'm saying. He, he got himself suspended, yeah. but for the most part, they have they've had to go at the you know the so-called bigger teams. They've really gone for them. It would be interesting over two legs. how they decide to go for it? Um, let's have a little look who's got in the comments section. Yeah, Mr. Mango, Mr. J Mango says Silver's a very good coach especially with limited resources. He's got a full He's done so much with his hands... Almost tied his hands back. He has been... There has been some talk about his... You know, he was meant to be unhappy and then there was talk of Saad. He wasn't... They, they are right. He's, they've, got, they've got to a semi-final. They've beaten some decent teams on the way, of course, and Everton. They sold his goal,
0: <laughs> sold his goal scorer last season. Got I mean, goal, they got yeah, yeah, yeah. the They nearly sold Palini on him as well. Last day, wasn't it? They only just managed to keep hold of him. So, yeah. absolutely spot on with the Their
1: route to the stage, obviously. It, it hasn't been... Treacherous. Well, they, they be Tottenham which is always never easy on penalties of course they beat Everton on pens. they had Norwich and they knocked off both of those teams as well so they're here on merit mm. but if you look at the they, they did keep Everton to penalties they went to penalties with Tottenham now I don't know it, obviously those are more, more a, a change per side but it was, a, it was pretty much Everton's full team to be honest with you with that, yeah. on that day as well can you learn too much from their approaches in either of those games because I watched that Everton game and it felt like once they'd scored Everton Sorry, once, once Fulham had scored, mm-hmm. Everton really came into the game, and all, mm-hmm. Fulham almost got caught between two stalls. It's it, it is something to think about over two legs for silver, isn't it? It's not it's not something with, and I mean this with the greatest of respect. That Fulham found themselves in too often recently. I remember the the great. Fulham Europa League runs yeah, and yeah. stuff but it's been a long time since Fulham Dempsey found themselves that, like, uh, in two-legged <laughs> ties like this kind of situation so it'll be interesting to see what he does
0: absolutely and not just from a playing point of view in terms of the players but we find themselves in these type of scenarios too often but managerially as well Marco Silva won't have to navigate too many two-legged affairs whereas Jurgen Klopp is a past master in yeah. yeah. so I think it's definitely a, a new environment for him now listen he could absolutely thrive in it I think if you were sort of coaching him how to do it as an elite manager you'd say don't lose the tie in the first legs if you go to cottage two three goals down all of a sudden you're chasing your tail Liverpool score a counter game over essentially so he will come to Anfield fully aware of that and he'll come with the approach that let's be a little bit cautious but well like I said earlier on without Trent possibly with a slightly different backline. who knows what happens at left back they will absolutely be trying to get themselves into this game 100% so it's going to be a fascinating watch I think the fact that Fulham play again on the weekend obviously while we've got a break maybe that plays into his team selection or what he does later on in the game even if he does need to have a shot me because I'll be it's honest, early kick off Chelsea, isn't it? So I get your point. Maybe not, but if he is doubting anybody's fitness and he needs him to go again the weekend, who knows? Where I think you Liverpool do the don't way. have that problem. I think you go the other way if you're him.
1: I think you put all your eggs in this basket. And listen, a league game against Chelsea. I know it's a rivalry, and I know the Fulham Chelsea thing is a, is a rivalry. But also, Fulham aren't going to get relegated, nope. and they're not really in positions to make a massive push. Remember winning the Europa League sorry, winning the League Cup gets you in the Europa yeah. League anyway and there's half a chance that they will play Chelsea or Middlesbrough and they'd fancy the chances in the final. So if, if you're Fulham, you're probably thinking the other way around. Go, yeah, you'd go it. absolutely strong and kind of whatever team picks itself against Chelsea down the line. Um, we didn't talk about it before but we can combine it in, in, in with this conversation now again. If you're Marco Silva, it is going to be Keith in goal, so that you're effectively, you're playing, you know, you're going to be playing against a, a rookie right back, a young backup goalkeeper and we'll see where we're at in terms of 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 Liverpool's other options, but again, just a little bit more encouragement. If you if you if this was Fulham fan TV, they'll be they smelling a little bit of blood. Yeah, yeah. You think Liverpool have got massive injury problems? The DM's gone to the Asia Cup. The other one, you know, they've got a winger in Afcon. They've got loads mm. of injuries. They're changing mm. the goalie. Like if, if you if you were of a Fulham mm. persuasion, you would you, you know you you'd be encouraged okay. that this isn't a we're just going to Anfield to make up the numbers. Like they they're banging for this and. They're a real credible opposition for the Reds and one that you know we really have to take seriously.
0: One hundred percent, yeah, because we were nigh on full strength a few weeks ago when they gave us a rights It was two late late goals, wasn't it, that swung the game around? So yeah, Fulham—they'll be bang up for this. Obviously, they're going to come in numbers as well because you get the whole of the bottom tier, the Road anyway for these type of games, domestic cup. So yeah, Fulham will rightly come thinking they've got absolutely every chance of getting something from this game and definitely keeping it tight for the second leg. So Liverpool will have to be at our very best if we're going to win this and indeed the tie overall because as you mentioned the Keller thing. Now, the Keller one's particularly interesting. I don't think he's shown anywhere near his best form when he's been asked to play games this season and indeed back in the back end of last year. He's obviously a high quality goalkeeper who we've sung the praises of in this competition in particular previously. He needs to get back to something like that because he's going to be entrusted with a semi final here. I'm not sure anyone doubted whether it might go to Alisson. It's not something Klopp's done. He's tended to give the entire competition to keepers, Keller in particular, obviously. So he needs to step up because he's no—he's going to be tested tomorrow night, as I said. I think Fulham will pose a genuine threat. They they won't just come and sit back and look to soak up pressure and try and stay in for dear life. I think they will look to hurt us. So Keller and the rest will have to be on it.
1: We had a super chat here from Trent Alcander Arnold who says, I'll be back, don't worry, one night's at him oh yeah yeah, Nice one, Trent. I mean, yeah, all, all the best. Yeah, thanks. Nice
0: one, mate. I mean, two quid, Trent, really. I've did That was my first thought, <laughs> to be honest. I reckon if that was the
1: real Trent, I reckon there might be a couple of years. I'd like to hope that there'd be a couple of years yeah, on the yeah, end yeah. of that I super chat. But thanks very much, anyway, Mr. or Mrs. who are pretending to be Trent Alexander Arnold. Um, final one, then obviously, we'll start wrapping up, Dan. Um, given the fact that the FA Cup draw has been kind of kind to Liverpool as well, mm-hmm. and we're all, we're all thinking ahead of, of what could happen. Like, how much significance is on this game in terms of the postseason? Because, like again, there's the top of the league. There's bigger fish to fry there potentially as well. But it does feel like. Yeah, and the team are sensing that this is an opportunity that he can win multiple medals this season mm. and again we're probably going to see tomorrow night that he's, he's thinking that way with the team he picks but how much significance are you putting on this game tomorrow?
0: Yeah and Klopp rightfully so in terms of he'll go into this I like he did the FA Cup game as well and giving it the utmost respect and look to look to get through the game of course he will but in terms of winning it and um, the, the news today has definitely dampened my excitement around it don't get me wrong because it does it's just another kick in the teeth when you're trying to manage and navigate a particularly sort of not treacherous but difficult run of games in different cup competitions all the time you do want to just get through it unscathed and obviously we haven't managed to do that so it's a little bit of a blow but it's still big it's a semi-final it's a chance to go to Wembley it's a chance to get the first trophy you know in the cabinet tucked away give some new players medals show them what it's like to win for the football club I think it's all massively important when you look to build a successful football team and squad so yeah I still I want us to be stronger, so want us to put up a best possible eleven. What I would say is it's one of those type of games now, all of a sudden, whereby you're not gonna be at full strength far from it. So you're looking at certain key individuals within the squad and you want them to step up. It's a Diogo Jotas in this world So this is the type of game for me whereby Liverpool do look a little bit under the caution in terms of what they've got available, but Diogo Jota can all of a sudden just emerge and get to somebody else might chip in with one from somebody else, and all of a sudden you've got through it and you've got through it it's sort of easy. It was similar to the West game of the week albeit they rotated slightly we had quite a heavily rotated team and yet still we were unbelievable and the big players stepped up and we just breezed through it I'm not saying it's going to be quite as simple as that but something akin to that would be really really good
1: yeah absolutely then uh, put it on the spot a little bit then a little score prediction you know, we're going to be here um, in the studio it's going to be me Steve and Errol for the watch on so usually Dan gets his prediction on that show but I know you're going the game so I'm going to pressure into one a little bit earlier than you usually get me given what we know today Liverpool without, with all the basically without a team full of players it yeah. uh, give and take unavailable for for selection how do you see to one night going
0: I still back us I still back us to get the job done and by a two goal margin I'm going to say Old Faithful 3-1 comes back for the Reds
1: Nice, okay, fair enough. I might keep my power dry till tomorrow. I'm, I'm thinking 2-1 or something like that. I think, I think it's going to go to the cottage with, with, the, with the game in the balance, but yeah, it'll depend on a lot of things, our approach, their approach, etc. So et like I said there, guys, do come and join us for the Watch Along. If you're not going to be down at Anfield, we'll be live uh, about an hour and 15 minutes, maybe an hour and a half before kick-off with the team news reaction on the Uncentred Match build-up, and then about 15 minutes before kick-off with the Watch Along. So yeah, TV commentary over the last month, in general, has been pretty crap. Put it on your TV screens. Press mute. Sync up with us, and we'll commentate the game for you. And at least we're honest when we say we're biased, and we won't say that someone diving is clever, and then that someone else to fall on the floor is is cheating. We'll be, we'll call it completely biased as it is from a Liverpool persuasion. So yeah, thanks very much for joining us for this episode of the match preview. Yeah, come and join us for the watch along for Liverpool versus Fulham on Wednesday evening. See you in a bit.